A shachin ra is somebody who has bad midas. A shachin ra means bad midas, bad ben adam lechaveroi. A rasha is somebody who's bad ben adam lemakim. Shmuley, they're talking about two people, this Mishnah. It's saying to keep away from a person with bad midas, and it's saying to keep away from a person who's not good, ben adam lemakim. But it's very important to notice the Lashen. By the Shachain Ra, by the bad Midas, Rabbi Chaim Velazhin says a Shachain Ra is bad Midas. It says, Harche, keep far away, he's much more dangerous. Bad Midas is dangerous. Keep very distance from him. By the Russia, who's not good in Adam Lamakim, it doesn't say as strong of a language. It doesn't say keep far away. It says Al Tishaber. Don't become a close friend. Don't attach to him. Don't be a close friend. It's not as strong of a language. It seems you could speak to him. You could just on your terms. Al Tishaber La Russia, don't make an attachment on your terms. There's a much stronger lashon in this Mishnah to keep away from bad midas, bad ben adam lechaveray, than bad ben adam lemakim. That's very clear to any learner of this Mishnah. So I would like to share with you. I called up a friend of mine, Rabbi Yehuda Kilson. Recently, wrote a he he worked he did he wrote a translation of the Drashay Saran which is the Ran Sefer, the Ran Sefer on different topics. He has 12 drushes, the Ran. And this Reb Yehuda Kilson did a beautiful work. An art scroll just came out with his work where he translates the drushes Haran into English. Very good work. So I called him up. I couldn't find the drushes Haran. And right before the shear, the Siata Deshmaya, I got through to Reb Yehuda Kilson, and he showed me where it is. In Drash Hay, in Drash Hay, the Drash Saran famously says that the reason the Avais wanted Shadochim for their children, not from the Benais Knan, they went to Lavan's house, to Besuel's house, they didn't look for Shadochim from Benais Knan. Says the Drash Saran in Drash Hay, I'll read it to you. They had bad character traits, bad tchunas. He says later they had sinna, hatred, kinna, jealousy, achzarius, cruelty. He says they did not have good midas, the benais knan. And he said that the Lavan and Basul, they were oivet avoy But they didn't have bad tchunas. They didn't have bad character traits. So says the Ran, Avram Avinu wanted, he wanted Rivka. He wanted somebody for Yitzchak from the family of Besuel and Lavan because they didn't have a truna ra. They didn't have bad midas. And he says something fascinating, the Ran. The Ran is a Rishon. My children are learning Baba Kama. There's a language of the Yam Shal Shloim in Baba Kama. The Yam Shal Shloim in Baba Kama says about he says concerning the Ran that he was a Baki, Mila Yam and Ladivre Aran. Who doesn't believe in the words of the Ran? She a Baki Bechola Talmud. He was a Baki in Kola Talmud. The Yamshel Shloyman and Baba Kama says about the Ran. So the Ran, the Hail Gerishain, says 
that when a family's Oivet Avoidizara, they have bad Shittas, bad Ben Adam Lamakim, it doesn't extend to their children. The parents can have bad Ben Adam Lamakim, but it's not so catchy to their kids. And the kids could have the right Shittas. But he says, bad Midas. Like cruelty, it goes in the bones and it transfers to children. It's much harder to get out, of course. Every person has choice, but it's a more difficult challenge for the children, bad midas. And therefore, Avram Avinu said, the Benoist Kinan believed in Hashem, Avram taught them, but they didn't have good midas. I don't want somebody for my son Yitzchak who has bad midas. So let me go to base Besul and Lavan, where even though they were Ebdei Avodah but they had good midas. Now, I'm sure you're all bothered by the kasha. Lavan is not exactly known for his good midas. I don't know the answer. I asked Rabbi Yehuda Kilson, and he told me he has no answer as well. He's bothered by this kasha. So neither of us had an answer. It's a kasha I've had for a long time on this run. If anybody could tell me pshat, I'd be indebted. Lavan's not known for the best midas. Lavan is a conniving evil fellow. The only thing that I thought of is at my Seder, I thought of an answer. I didn't speak about it at length with my children, but I told them, it says, Lavan Bikesh Laker Asakol. Lavan wanted to destroy Klal Yisrael. We always learn, Yosef Sandler, Lavan is this like evil seko. According to what we learn in the Haggadah, is Lavan didn't want the formation of Klal Yisrael. He didn't, he was, it was a Bein Adam Lemakim fight. He didn't want a people who represented Hashem. Lavan Bikesh Laker Asakoel. Everything he did was an ideological war. He was coming to break the formation of the Jewish people. So it might not be the way we always think love and Islam. He is called the Ramai a liar, but his, it was with a plan. It wasn't Islam. He might have been a sweet guy. The Ran says he, had, he didn't have achzarius. He didn't have cruelty. He had good midas, the Ran says. So it could be it was an ideological war that is possible. Lemaisa, we can ask the question. It's a strong question. It's a very good question. But Lemaise, the Ran says that Midas Rice goes in a family, father to son, mother to daughter, and stays in the family, unless a person works hard to eradicate it. Bad Deus doesn't necessarily go down from parent to child, which is open in the Ran that Midas Rice are more catchy. Bad Midas, that undebatable in the Ran, Arishain. His holy words, bad midas are catchy. Bad shittas are less catchy. How fascinating that we have a Mishnah that bad midas, stay far away from somebody with bad midas. And bad shittas, don't make a chevrashaf, don't be friends. It doesn't have such a strong lushan of harcheik, of stay far away, just altishaber, don't become friends. Certainly, we have to keep away from evil. But bad midas are just more catchy and more dangerous. That's an open drush saran. Bad midas are catchy. I always feel I'm zoiche to be friends with Yosef Sandler. I always hope that good midas are catchy also.
Midas Tevis, I catch it. I always hope it rubs off on me. Because good Midas, Avada, come close to somebody with good Midas and keep away from people with bad Midas. A very wise decision in choosing Shaduchim, in choosing friends, is the care we have to be Midas Tevis that somebody's blessed with refined midas, that they're Rachmanim, like they're Bnei Avram, they're kind and gentle and caring, how careful we have to be. Somebody, I, just a few minutes ago, I was called by a boy asking a Shailah about Shadochim. I had just met this young man. He wanted to know about the girl. I said, what's her strength? He said, she's kind and caring. It's not, a, that's a big zach. That's a big zach. She comes from Avram Avinu's type. And bad midas, you run away. And good midas is something to bring close. I want to continue on to Mishnah, to Mishnah Ches, Rabbi say. Just to end Mishnah Zion, it says, Sometimes we see Rishon flourishing. Always know that the Russia will be punished. Evil gets paid for at the end. Sometimes we see a rasha or something bad flourishing. Know that evil ends up getting retribution. But Mishnaches, We learned the rest of the Mishnah. I want to learn the beginning. The beginning of the Mishnah says, don't be a lawyer. In Hashem's tremendous kindness, I'm getting many opportunities to learn with my children over this period. It's been just glorious to sit and learn Torah, each one their logic, each one their Abbasat Torah, their unique Svaras. It's been just a joy, an absolute joyous time to learn Torah with my, with my sons, my precious sons. And I want to tell you something that I've asked my sons I've asked them in learning the following thing, and I want to ask everybody to keep this in mind. Rev. Ezi Shlita speaks about this a lot in learning, a very important point in learning. And the Mishnah says, don't be a lawyer. You'll understand this Mishnah better. What does it mean, don't be a lawyer? Don't be a lawyer. I want to explain as follows. In learning Torah, especially if you learn a topic that's familiar, Torah and my sons are learning Mesechtas Brachas now, and they already have preconceived notions about the law. They come in, I once heard, I know, when you learn, come in willing to be taught everything fresh. Don't bring your preconceived notion. It's extremely important gift in learning. The worst person to have is a chavrus is somebody who feels, I know it already. I know it, I know it, I learned it before. I try to learn, I try my hardest when I learn a Gemara to say, Rashi, teach me. This dumb guy, Kalish, this unlearned fella, teach me. The Gemara, Chomish, Hashem, teach me. Don't bring in your thoughts already, your ideas. It's very dangerous. I want to tell you that in learning, two things could happen. One of two processes can happen. You could take the thoughts of your mind and ideas you already have, and you could stop it in the Torah. You can force it in the Torah. I know, I learned, I heard, and you force it in the Torah. 
or you could take the words of MS of the Torah and put it in your brain. You have to come with an open, fresh mind to digest information. So many times we miss nuances of a sugya. Well, I once learned, it's good what you once learned. It's excellent. But let Rashi teach you now. Let Rava teach you now. Let Abaya teach you now. When you come open-minded to hear, you will hear new nuances you never heard before. It's good what you thought. It's good what you learned. That's great. But here now, present, be open to hear. Be open to explore. You will find new ideas and nuances that you missed every other time when you're open-minded to let the words of Tyra impact you. A lawyer comes into a court case that he already is going to defend his client. He's already decided what the truth is. That's the peerish of a lawyer. I'm on this guy's side, and then I'm going to examine information with a preconceived notion of who is right, of who is supposed to win. Don't be a lawyer. Be open-minded. You don't belong to a certain side. We're Zeich and Yeshiva. We have a Rebbe, Rabbi Shapiro Shlita. He's one of the most open-minded people I ever met in my life. On any topic, he's open to examine. He doesn't come in with, it has to be this way with an agenda, with propaganda. He comes in very open-minded to what, what's the truth, and let me study, let me learn, let me see. It's this mamashakim of this Mishnah, don't be a lawyer. It's not talking about what profession to take this Mishnah. It's talking about don't be somebody when assessing truth has already decided one side. Be open-minded to hear what's the emes, a true mevakish emes, who's open-minded to hear that you haven't decided before what's true. In learning, this is huge. Come with an open mind to learn something new. Maybe thoughts we had earlier, ideas, even halachas that was so simple to us, but if I learn the sugya fresh, even when you come out to the conclusions you used to know, you'll have a new clarity and new nuances and subtleties that you'll pick up. Many of us are Talmud, Mavavar, and David. When he learns the sugya, he knows the sugya very well, clear, backwards and forwards. There's an approach to the sugya of freshness. Ki'ilu, he never learned it before. Of course, he has yediyah satira, immense yediyah satira. But there's a certain humility, open-mindedness, that I, wanted to, I want the Torah to teach me now. I want to learn. I want to see you pick up nuances that you never saw before in your life. That is Altas Don't be a lawyer. Don't be somebody who already comes in. This guy's right. Now let me see how I can prove it. That's not a way to approach any matter in your life. Be an open-minded person, to be Mivakeshaemis, to seek the truth, to discover the truth. That is Mishnah Ches. We already spoke about the end of the Mishnah. So I would like to speak about Mishnah Tess, and Mishnah Tess is what Be'ezer Hashem will try to focus on for a few minutes tonight, Mishnah Tess. 
In Mishnah Tess, it says as follows, Shimon ben Shetach Oimer. Shimon ben Shetach says, Havimar belachker as edim. Do a lot of drishas. Check out the edim very, very strongly. Havimar belachker as edim. Check out the edim very, very, very well. You have a judge, an edim come in front of him. Havimar belachker as edim. So really check out the Adam. Well, ask them many questions. That's what Shimon ben Shetach says. Now, of course, we're learning this Mishnaya Shmuel Grossberger. I don't know if you plan on being a judge. I don't, I don't have such plans for my career to be a judge. I always felt if Chinuch somehow doesn't work, so I would, I would pass to think about coaching basketball. Being a judge wasn't my plan. So, so the Mishnah giving advice, Riri, about how to judge. Dovi, I love you. Highlight Dovi. Highlight Dovi, Einhorn. Dovi, it's so nice to see you. It means a lot. Thank you for being here. Thank you. A virtual hug. Thank you for being here. Thank you, Dave. It means a lot, Dovi. It means a lot. Excellent. Excellent. I love you, Dave. Rabbi say, Dovi's not going to be a judge. I don't think. I don't think. Chaim Galish is Tayyar Imam as a judge. I believe Chaim Galish, Archevra, I believe his mother is a judge. But this Mishnah is giving advice to judges, of course. It's speaking to every single Yid. And I want to learn what this Mishnah is teaching you and I. I think there's a lesson, actually many lessons, but I want to speak about one tonight. Penny, check this out. It says to judges, but listen here. Listen well, Rabbi Sayaki, check this out. It says to judges, It says to check out Adam very, very well. Ask the witnesses many, many questions. Check out their story. Now, Rabbi Chaim Volozhin explains, Rabbi Say, that the judge is trying to ascertain the truth. He's trying to find out what the truth is. And there are two fellas in front of him who saw the action. So the judge is going to have to work on them to try to squeeze out what Reb Chaim Velazhin calls the MS Lamitai, the truth. The truth. And to squeeze it out, you're going to have to ask them many questions and almost trick them to get out, he calls it karav tignevas das, almost to be gainev daitam, to really squeeze out of them what truly happened. People have biases, and each witness has their own biases. In order to get the truth out of these two witnesses, so you have to almost be gainev daitam, you almost have to do gainevas das. So he says, when the Mishnah is saying, ask many questions, it means work them hard till you can squeeze out of these two witnesses the truth. Then Huda Kripka warns the Mishnah. Let's see the picture, Huda Kripka. I mean, what is that picture behind you? I need to analyze this picture. Wow. <laughs> excellent, excellent. The world needs a Shefav Toiv. And Hashem gives us a Shefav Toiv. He gave us you. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Thank you, Huda. I want your words. Explain us the picture, Huda. Put him, unmute him. Huda, give us an explanation. 
Uh, just truckloads of Shefa. <laughs> for who? Give us a bracha for who? You can't really see in this frame, but there's there's, there's many, many trucks lined up. <laughs> Endless. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Excellent, excellent. Ratzin, Hashem should continue to give us a Shefa Bracha. When I see Yehuda, when I look around and I see the Bnei Torah that we have here, I feel like that. Truckloads of Shefa. Hashem is giving us so much. I'm seeing you should know, Huda, that as much as we're in difficult times, there's no question. And many people have been impacted and many tsaras have happened. We've lost a lot in all different matters. I'm also seeing bracha like I've never seen in my life. I'm seeing things and it's clear that it's an hug of Hashem. That there's din for sure, but there's tremendous kindness. I want to say a pshat. I'm just responding to the picture. I apologize. I'm, put on the picture, Yak. Look at that picture, okay? Now you can take off the picture. Rabbi I want to say that on the Yom of Wednesday, which is today's Yom, this coming morning, yesterday, not yesterday, but today, tonight, remember, we're Jewish. It's Wednesday night tonight. I don't want to confuse it. We call it Tuesday night, but Tuesday night begins Yom Dalid. The Yom of tonight, Yom Dalid, to us, Levim, are going to sing a song tomorrow morning. On the Yom Dalid, Pini Shechter, is the song. You know what happened while us Levim was singing? The Churban Beis Hamigdash happened during the song. And during, Yom Dalid has very bad memories. It's one of the greatest din that ever happened to the Jewish people. Churban Beis Hamigdash happened during Yom Dalid. And did you ever notice, everybody knows that Wednesday's Yom is a very long one. Every good yeshiva guy knows Tuesday we get a short yom, and Wednesday is a very long yom. Well, did you ever notice Wednesday's yom's like unfair? After this like really long capital tillim, just if it wasn't long enough, we read Arya Lashinsky, it's amazing. We get this long yom, a Slavian sang a long song. But if that wasn't enough, we stop in a few extra psukim. And the psukim we stop in is l'chun iranin al-Hashem nariyo l'tzor yishenu. Well, we seem to think it was Shabbos. Maybe the yom was so long, we think like Shabbos happened. But we put in l'chun iranin al-Hashem. For some reason, we stop our rain psukim from another capital. Tell him, come sing songs to Hashem. Penny Shachter, isn't that weird? On the Yom Dalid was a very tragic time, and we say, L'chun us Levim sing, L'chun Iran and Hashem, come sing songs to Hashem. What I want to say to everybody is that at the harshest times of Din, Hashem always throws in a remarkable amount of chesed. And on the Yom Dalid, with the Din Mamish being shaylet, L'chun Iran and come sing songs to Hashem. Anybody who looks will see mounds of Shefa. So thank you, Yehuda, for distracting me with that amazing picture. And everybody look for all the bracha, all the Shefa. Find it. See all the bracha. It's pouring more than ever. Find the chesed, my friends. There's an immense amount of chesed to be found. Back to this Mishnah, back to our judges. So our judges have to be careful to ask the witnesses a lot of questions to find the emes. Says Reb Chaim Velazhin, but it's very dangerous. 
because a shtickle, they're playing with people's minds. They're asking so many questions. People can learn chas v'shalom gnevis das, to fool other people. The Bezdin's like fooling around with the Edim. Says the Mishnah, Rabbi Zahir B'dvarecha, be very careful. Shema mitoicham yolamdu l'shaker. Other people will learn to lie from you. Other people will play mind games and do gnevastas to others. So the Bezdin, as much as you have to ask to aid them and a little bit try to trick them, do it with a lot of care. Don't be extreme about it. Make sure nobody learns from you bad on Haggai's. Now, I want to say on this pshat of Reb Chaim Velashen, I am fully aware there are other pshatim, and there's even a much simpler pshat. I don't want to talk about it right now. I want to talk about this pshat. Here you have a judge who's running his court, and for the need of his court, he has to like play around, quote unquote, with the Edom. But says the Mishnah, be careful. You think you're doing it l'shem shamayim. Others are going to learn from you and do it when it's wrong. And therefore, don't do it too much because you don't want others to learn to behave in such a manner. So I want to share Rabbi Isai as follows. There's a Gemara in Sukkah, and the Gemara in Sukkah says as follows. Amar Rebzeirah, says, Don't say to a youth, to a child, that I'll give you something, and then you don't give it. You're going to teach him to lie. Don't say you're going to give something and then not give it. You're going to teach him to lie. Shenemar, like it says, They have taught their mouths Daver Sheker to speak falsely. So says the Gemara in Sokam Mavavamadbez, don't tell your kid you're going to give him something and not give it, you're going to teach him to lie. Rabbi say an obvious cash is Why doesn't it say? Because it is a lie. Don't say you're going to do it and not do it because you're lying. It doesn't say because it's a lie. It says you're going to teach him to lie. What's the Pshat? The Pshad is Rabbi Sayyid Sukkah Daf Memvava Madez. Says the Pshad Rabbi Sayyid. Why does it say don't do this because you're going to teach him to lie? Rear you mask him to the Kasha? It should say don't do it because it's a lie. Why does it say because you're teaching him to lie? Unmute Rary. I want to know if he likes the Kasha. Rary, what do you hold on the Kasha? I'm asking. It's the same question by um, by Avraham with Hashem. Very good, good zug. That what Avram's Hashem said. I'm worried, my children. I'm worried. Very good, Sushtel. Really, I got to be careful what I say. You don't forget. Thank you, Ria. I love you. I'm I'm happy that we become good friends. But I'm getting you in person on a visit here when the world opens up. Really. So why does it say, don't tell your kid you'll give it and not give it? Because you'll teach him to lie. It's a lie. The answer, Rabbi say, Aryeh knows, is that It means even if you have a good reason not to give it, you tell your kid on Friday, Sunday, we're going, we're going to the pizza shop. Then Sunday morning, he misbehaves. 
and you feel he needs an Einesh to tell him he's not going. You were chas v'shalom, not lying. We're not talking about a person who said we're going to the pizza shop and you plan not to go. A hundred percent, you were going to keep your word. Now came a reason he misbehaved. You want to punish him. Don't not give it, Rabbi Say. What do you mean he misbehaved? But you said you were going to do it. Even though lahalacha, you can't call it a lie because now you want to give an einesh, but you're going to teach him to lie. Limdu l'shaynam, they have taught their mouths l'daber sheker to teach to to speak falsely. Don't do that. You said one of the most precious things. I I have a bracha for Gabriel Gradko. He's soon. He's going to go out soon. A lucky girl will get him. This listen to my bracha, you precious. Talk about a Balmidis to, 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 to be friends with. Listen to my bracha to you. Shmuley Grossman is my bracha to you. You know when a kid says to his dad, it's one of the most beautiful things in the world. Daddy, you said, you said, it's beautiful. To a kid, you said it's real. Omar Vayehi, you say it so it is. There's such an honesty to a kid. My bracha to everybody here is all our lives. We should be so honest. Our kids should be able to say to us, you said. We don't want to train our kids. You said. (laughs) You say a lot of things. You said should be the most real thing our kid always says to us. You said it though. Says the Gemara, if you promised, you got to deliver. If you promise, you got to deliver. And you shouldn't teach them, you're teaching them falsely, even if you have a reason not to give it. Reb Moshe, Rabbi Sai, Reb Moshe and Reb Palm were asked the following Shiloh about Rebbeim. Reb Moshe and Reb Palm were asked, Reb Moshe and Reb Palm were asked the same Shiloh, and what they were asked was, is a Rebbe allowed to ask a Bacher to tell on a different Bacher? It's an Igris Maisha, and Rev, Rev Reisman says it over from Rev Pam. Is a Rebbe allowed to ask a Bacher to squeal to tell on another Bacher? Rev Maisha rips it. Rev Maisha calls it a Dover Meguna, something disgusting. Rev Maisha rips a Rebbe or a teacher should not have one Bacher squeal, tell on another Bacher. Very bad practice. Rev Reisman said over from Rev Palm that if a Rebbe does it, a Rebbe should never do it. A Bacher says, Lashon Har is Aser, except when you need it. If a Rebbe does that, it looks like there's law, but I'm above the law. And when I need it, very dangerous, even if it was Letayelis, and maybe there would have been a Hector for a Rebbe, but you're going to teach your Talmidim to speak Lashon Hara even when there's no Hector. So even Letayelis, Rev Palm was very against Rebbeim asking a Bacher to tell on another Bacher. Because Agam, you say, but I have a reason, is a Tayelis, but Limdu Lishainam Ligaber Sheker. You're going to teach them to you're going to teach them to say Lashanhara. Very bad practice. Reb Maisha calls it Ma'as, disgusting. Rev Palm says you're going to teach them to do it themselves. This Mishnah of Chaim Velajan says for Dayanim. Even when you have reasons to excessively ask questions to aid them, be very careful that you're not playing with anybody's mind in any way that's Gnevis Das. Others will learn to do that as well. 
to be tricky, to ask questions in tricky ways, to get people to say things they don't want to say, be very, very careful. I think this lesson to every judge is relevant to every single one of us. This Zahirus, this care, even at times when we have reason sometimes to do something, when we're in any position of power, but when we make ourselves the exception, our children, our Talmidim, the people around us, learn bad character traits. And the tremendous care that the Rebbe acts in the way he demands from his Talmidim. And Repam Zihirus. Don't ask. It's, it's so important. It's critical. I need to find out this information. It's bad for my yeshiva. Rev Palm said you will teach bad lessons to the Talmudim. You'll teach them to speak Lashon Hara. When you need it, you do it. They'll do it when they need it. The extra Zahiris when you're in positions to be careful with the MS of your words, to be careful not to speak Lashon Hara, to be careful on our behaviors, even when there's a compelling reason to make an exception not to do it, because those that are around us will learn bad on Haggai's. So all of a sudden we have a Mishnah that's remarkably relevant to us all. In all different areas of our life, an extremely relevant, relevant Mishnah. There are many other Pshatim in this Mishnah. Maybe we'll have other times. I do want to go on to Mishnah Yud. However, I want to ask, the guys, today was, we had a treat. It's like a shtickle chutzpah of me. You get something delicious and you ask for more. Penny's singing this morning was dazzling. And I want to ask him if his voice is still beautiful tonight, question one. And question two is if he'll be willing to sing for us. So that's what I want to ask Penny. Penny, you're unmuted. I would love to. Can you hear me? Oh, do I hear you. That was so gorgeous. Both songs this morning. The second song that you chose was stunning with your pshat and the song. Thank you, Penny. And your first song that you sang, of course, Please Don't Ever Take Away Your Love. Both were beautiful and inspiring. Take, get, you picked the song, Penny. Uh, Yo, I was the one that picks the songs. I just go along. Um, you know, so you know what, Penny? I, does it work yourself? And you don't have a guitar. We it, we want to hear your voice. Does Rifa Enu? I've been craving your Rifa Enu for a while. Does that work without a guitar and yourself? Sure. Yeah, we could do that. Oh, that we need song. it. There's so many Rifois. We have somebody in our in our yeshiva mishpacha, Cyril Efras Batsleya. Cyril Efrat Basleya, it's Yumi Braun's mother. She needs a refua. She needs a refua. She's in the hospital and needs a refua. Cyril Efrat Basleya, Yumi Braun's mother. Let's sing Refueno Azchos Refua Shleim Lechol Chayle Yamecha for all the Chaylem and Klai Yisrael. Penny, take it away. Yeah, we sang this at graduation. Yeah, yeah, very good. Say, no, say, no, 
your soul penny wow beautiful 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 wow words that emanate beautiful from the from there to our hearts thank you penny gorgeous gorgeous thank you yosef groman for being here means a lot shlomo farkas is here means a lot david claire and the mishpach is here i appreciate it raison shlita a leader of us all thank you rabbi zon shlita for being here there's popular consent that wants to hear Josh. How we wish to hear Josh and Penny sing together. Oh my goodness. In person, we'll get to hear it yet. Joshua. How are you, Josh? Baruch Hashem. How's Rebbe? Excellent. Have you ever met Penny before? No, I haven't. Never. I would How love nice to. How nice was that song, Josh? It was gorgeous. Excellent. You get to pick the song, Josh. You could do okay. even one of the songs you did already. Any song you want to do, you I learned. I learned the words to Ekra. Should I do that? You, you serious? Yeah. You're so sweet. Please, please do it. I want to hear you. All right. Okay. I like him, I Hey, <laughs> 
וישלח אלוהיקים חס דביא אמיתי, יקל אלוהיקים, איין ישלח משמיים, ויוישיעני, חייב שיפיס אלוהי ישלח אלוהיקים, חסדי ועמיתי, יקל אלוהיקים, אריין. That was off the charts. Thank you for learning that, Josh. On my screen, Josh and Penny are sitting next to each other. Oh, my goodness. When, this, when the world comes together, we'll hear them sing together. One from Baltimore, one from Canada, but all one mishpacha. Thank you, Joshua. Thank you. That was gorgeous. Thank you for learning the words and singing it. Thank you. That was off the charts. We're going to end. I just feel like we're on a roll here. I want to hear Aryeh Barnett sing to us. If you unmute, Aryeh. Aryeh, how are you? How are you doing? Unless you have a different song specifically, I'm open-minded. But I do like Kirvaselo Kim Litoiv, unless you had a different song you were about to sing. No, we can do that. Did you have something you were about to do? I uh, know. I heard. I heard that uh, we're ending. So I was like, "Oh, okay. I made it through this one." But uh, <laughs> no, whatever. Whatever we want. I want to hear you sing "Carousel Kim Lita." Look at this. We, we. I feel like. I feel like we'll just overwhelm with the goodness of Hashem. We talk about Shefa to hear Pini, Josh, and Aryeh. This is like overloaded with goodness. Thank you, Aryeh. Penny, thank you. You reminded me how much I love that song. I don't know when you sang it for me. Probably when I was in like, 20. I haven't heard that in like three years. So thank you so much for that. <laughs> Seriously. Excellent. That knage in the middle, are you? Wow. Thank you, Rev. 
Wow, wow. That couldn't have been said better. You couldn't have said that sweeter or saying that sweeter. Thank you, Penny, Josh, and Aryeh. I, I said to Yaakov, maybe I should stop now and do Mishnah Yud tomorrow night. And Yaakov said to me, Tati, but you said Mishnah Yud. So I'm going to read it to the Hebra. Tati, you said, bless Yaakov's soul. Thank you, Yaakov. Thank you. Thank you. I want to thank Shlomo Farkas for being here. It means a lot. And your cousin, Shlomo, as well. Yitzi Devor, I love you and I'm very thankful you're here. Thank you, Yitzelo. Rabbi Sai Mishnu Yud, Shmaya Bavtalyan Kiblu Mehem, and Shmaya Omer Ebes Amalacha, you should love work. Sineas Rabbanus, you shouldn't like lording over anybody. Valtisvadil Rishus. And don't get too close to government. I would like to study this Mishnah, this fascinating Mishnah of loving work, to love and embrace work. It's a topic that fires me up a lot. It's something that's an important attitude and an important something for Ben Torah to acquire this Midah of to love work. We are going to talk about it Hashem, tomorrow night at 8.30. But we said we're going to read the Mishnah, so we read the Mishnah. But tomorrow night we'll talk about loving work, Be'ezer Hashem. I thank everybody so much for being part and coming to learn tonight. Be'ezer Hashem, tomorrow we'll learn Torah at 2 o'clock until 2.40. And tomorrow night, Be'ezer Hashem, will be 8.30. I thank Penny for the songs this morning and tonight. Tremendous, tremendous inspiration. Thank you, Josh. So appreciated. You're three for three, batting a thousand, Josh. You three home runs, not just batting a thousand. Arye, gorgeous. Ani Kimli Taiv. Really appreciating, appreciate everybody being here. And Beis Hashem, we'll see everybody tomorrow. Have an outstanding night. Good everybody. Good night. Thank you. Thank you.